Welcome to Dental Assistant Nation, powered by Ignite DA. This podcast is designed to empower, enlighten, and educate dental assistants, helping them have a more fulfilling career and enjoy their day more. Join us as we tackle some of the hottest topics in dental assisting. Now, here's your host, Ignite DA co-founder, Kevin Henry. Welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast, powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. So thankful that you've joined us for a few minutes here as we tackle uh, an interesting topic today and one that uh, I found uh, quite interesting to see the reactions as we talked about this weekend. And we're going to get into that in just a moment. But first, want to bring on my guest. Uh, somehow I tracked her down. Uh, my my wife, my best friend, and also uh, one amazing dental consultant, Dana Johnson. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yes, you found me outside planting the spring flowers. I know. And I said, <laughs> hey, come on in. We need to talk about this. So Dana and I just had a great uh, couple of days in Victor, New York, just outside of Rochester. And we spoke at the Patterson branch there. And uh, Care Credit brought us in. We had a great time of team building and interesting conversations and I talked in the morning about you know team building and empowerment in the afternoon Diana talked about the numbers because that's really her bread and butter and one of her passions and one of the things that you talked about that I noticed the crowd kind of get a little edgy about yeah they were getting they were squirming in their chairs a little bit they were <laughs> and and this included the dental assistants in the room and that was the fact that you said Anybody in the practice should be able to collect money from the patient. I believe that 100%. Yeah, I believe collections is a team sport. And, you know, I don't believe that it should just fall on the front office, um, you know, the financial coordinator or the office manager. I think that collections should be um, viewed from the whole office. And I think that everybody should participate. Um, Everybody, even the doctor. Yeah, which uh, a couple of doctors, it was very interesting to watch their reactions whenever you said they should learn how to use a credit card machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that doctor in the back of the room. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know. Yeah. But but I think that let's boil it down for the dental assistants here because obviously that's our target audience uh, with this podcast, why we call it Dental Assistant Nation. But again, the dental assistants should be able to collect money. In your opinion, yes. But I also know that goes against sometimes what the what I hear out there that dentists don't want their assistants involved with money. Well, I think there's a difference between you know being the one that presents money and the one that is is able to collect it. You know, I think that um, a lot of us, you know, assistants don't usually go into the field because they love doing presentations or negotiating treatment costs or checking on insurance benefits. I mean, that's typically not what the assistants like to do. And, and I don't blame them. I mean, it's, it's a pain. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not saying that they should be the ones doing the, the, the presentations. Um, however, I do have a lot of dental assistants that do their own treatment presentations and it works fantastic. Uh, but I, but I do think that, that the dental assistant should know what the expected copay is for today so that they don't excuse the patient out of the room and excuse the patient out of the, out of the office without making that, that payment for the day. Cause you tell the story about you were in a practice and saw mm-hmm. a patient walk out who owed an insane oh, yeah. amount of oh, money. Yeah. yeah. I had the dental assistant walk the patient up to the front um, now it was, this wasn't the dental assistant's fault cause she did, she 
did hand off to the, the front office team member who um, in turn then let the patient walk out the door. But um, yeah, I'd, I've had, I see patients walk out the door when they had just had $16,000 worth of treatment done and no payment on the day of service. And I think that what we have to remember is that our money is worth more on the day it's collected than if we let it go 30 days out, 60 days out. And, you know, we are all part of the practice. We all have to be cognizant of the profitability of the practice and collections on the day of service is one of the most important and easy things to do in the office. And I think everybody should be participating in that. Well, and, and if you've listened to this podcast before, you've heard me talk, you know that I, I'm a firm believer that the dental practice is a business and should be run like that. And that's one of the things that we're talking about. And I want to make sure that our listeners understand whenever you're talking about collecting money, mm-hmm. what, I mean, you're talking about the copay, you're talking mm-hmm. about just, I mean, it's not like you're turning them upside down and jingling all the change <laughs> no. out of their pockets here, you know? No. Uh, but, but really it's, it's that $35, $40 copay sometimes even. It could be a $500 copay. It could be a $5,000 copay. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially with the dental assistant because they're the ones that are in the treatment room, you know, they're doing the big cases or, you know, they're doing the crown prep or the fillings or the implant surgery. So, you know, they're the ones that usually have all their patients have a copay. Uh, some kind of an out-of-pocket that day if if it hasn't already been collected and and so I think that it's important that the front office team if they're the ones that are doing the um, treatment estimates that they're communicating what that copay is to the rest of the team now that could be um, on the appointment you know somewhere they need to they need to communicate what the copay is so that the patient doesn't get you know, dismissed out of the office without that copay being met. Because the assistants, patients, are the ones that have the largest money due that day. Yeah. Yeah. So so is this something that they communicate while the patient is in the chair, maybe? The front tells the back, hey, by the way, this person has a $40, $50, you, $500? Usually what I would say is that it usually happens in the morning huddle. So... If the office is having a morning huddle, which you should be, like, yeah. like I said, I, the morning huddle is like <laughs> breakfast. You don't skip, skip the morning huddle. And usually it's definitely communicated in the morning huddle. You could communicate it um, non-verbally on like a route slip or a visit form. Or if um, you could communicate it just by it being on the appointment somewhere. You could use uh, walkie-talkie, a lot of... I mean, however you communicate it, um, I think it's important that the assistant know, okay, I'm doing a crown prep today. My patient has a $500 copay for today. And I need, I know that this patient has to stop at the front desk um, because they owe money today. Now, what do you do if the front office team is with patients? Okay. This is where it gets a little tricky. So, you know, your front office team, maybe you have two people at the front desk, maybe you have five, you know, if they're all with other patients, they're on the phone, you know, they're doing things that are, they're not available. Then what does the assistant do? Right. You know, do they sit them in the waiting room? Well, the patient may sneak out the front door. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you never know what they're going to do. They may sneak into the bathroom and then slip out the back door, (laughs) you know, so... 
that's why I think, you know, if the, if the normal protocol is the front office is, collects the money and they're all with other patients, then why can't the dental assistant collect money, you know? Yeah. I don't think there, I think that anybody should be able to collect money. And I think you should do a little in-service on how to run the credit card machine. Well, and, and it's also one of those things that, you know, if you go back to the dental, the dental practice being run like a business and you relay that to a Starbucks or a Target or anywhere else, imagine going in and paying for your coffee and then walking out. You know, I mean, that doesn't happen. Yeah, you know? ordering your coffee and then walking out. Right. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I mean... I mean, you know, somebody in there, and it may not always be the cashier, another barista may hop in there to, to do it. So, you know, you've got to think of things like that. And for some of you, this is a very uncomfortable conversation because either you don't like talking about money, mm-hmm. you don't like handling money, you don't like dealing with money at all. But yet, if you're going to work in a business, this is a key part of running a business properly as well. Yeah, I mean, we have to remember that we're a team and if... If my dental assistant um, needed my help turning over a room, you know, I always work the front desk. And if my dental assistant needed me to turn over a room because they were running a little bit behind schedule, I I would have no problem turning over a room. So I've learned how to put gloves on. I know the protocol for turning over a room. and, And I would have no problem stepping in and helping with doing that. And I feel collecting money is kind of the same thing. If my front office team is tied up, and I have a patient that I'm dismissing, I know that they already have their next appointment scheduled, and all I have to do is collect $500. Um, you know, it's pretty black and white, yeah. you know? Well, okay, so let's let's play the scenario that an assistant's listening to this, and he or she's going, that sounds great, but my dentist would never allow me to do that. That That's the front desk responsibility, not mine. What do you, what? So what I would say to your doctor, is doctor if if so throw out this scenario and i threw this out on friday mm-hmm. um let's say the patient has a two thousand dollar copay just for example because i already know the math um if if that patient leaves leaves and does not pay the two thousand dollars that they owe today and the front office isn't able to collect it until 30 days past due. So let's say 30 days goes by and they, the front office still hasn't been able to collect that money. That money now is only worth $1,800 to the doctor. He's already lost $200 just by letting that patient walk out the door. If that money goes 60 days past due, so the front office now is not able to collect that $2,000 in a 60 day time period. Now that money's only worth 1,600. So your doctor has now lost $400 of that money. Well, and and it's not just the doctor. It's the business. It's the business. And and you, you know, like we always say, if the business does well, you're going to do well also. And if you're losing four to $600 a patient walking out because you're uncomfortable talking about money, that's a problem. Exactly. So I think, you know, maybe showing your doctor that, you know, I'm very concerned about the profitability of our practice, and I know that if I collect the money today, that that money is worth more to you. It's more money in your bank account, and that's important to me because I'm a part of this business, and all I have to do is run a credit card. I'm, I can do that. Yeah. I'm perfectly capable of doing that. And so I think if we show the doctors 
how important it is to collect on the day of service and and show them some of this decline in appreciation of their money, I think that they would be totally on board. Well, and assistants, you've got to remember that, that one of your jobs to grow your career, to grow your stature, to grow the respect for you in the practice is to come up with ideas to help the business, to impact the bottom line, to show why your worth is more than what you're getting paid. And this is a perfect example of that. Mm -hmm. You know, that you are actually thinking about the health of the business. You're actually thinking a step outside of your own career. You're thinking about the place of employment where you get your paycheck and you don't want your paycheck to be affected by a patient going into the bathroom and then sneaking out the side door. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. I mean, I see it so often. I see just these offices where the accounts receivable is off the charts because um, they don't collect co-pays from patients on the day of service. And, you know, I, I almost feel bad for these doctors because it's just, it's money out the door. But then, then I don't because they should be looking at, at those, yeah. at those numbers. Right. And so I think that, um, the assistants can definitely help in this area because so much money walks out the door and then it just puts more, more of a burden, more of a strain on the financial coordinator who has to collect that. So, you know, why not involve your entire team and just train them, train the assistants, train the hygienists on how to collect money and give them some great verbal skills. They, they can, they can do it. They're smart. They're, they're, resourceful they wanted they want to help and and again this kind of falls into that arena of you needing to take the bull by the proverbial horns and saying hey doc what about dot 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 and really bringing up this idea that if your front desk is having challenges seeing everybody and sometimes a patient may slip outside and you know this or if you know your AR is out of control in your practice right now, that's one of those numbers that I think assistants should know, just like anybody else. This is a great idea for you to say, Doc, I've got an idea. What about this? Mm-hmm. And, and again, that shows that you're thinking outside the box a little bit. And I think that's really important. Absolutely. And I think the front office team would even be all on board because, you know, they don't want to see patients. They, they get really frustrated if patients leave and sneak out the front door or the back door without paying yep. their, their portion for the day. Um, and I think if the assistants, hygienists, doctors, any clinical team member, especially assistants, because they're the ones that see the restorative patients, sure. um, if they were able to step up and step into to that role and really help out in their area, it would be a huge win-win for everybody. So we've given you a lot to think about on this. And I know that for some of you, this is a very uncomfortable subject. For some of you, this is something you can't see happening in your practice, but you need to be thinking about what's the AR in your practice? What's the patient retention rate? What's the case acceptance rate? You know, all these things where you play such a big role and collecting money and making sure that the business actually makes money, moves ahead, gets paid, you know, all that stuff. That's, that's on you just as much as anybody else who's a part of the business, in my opinion. Absolutely. Cause the more profitable the practice is, the more that you will be incentivized, yep. uh, raises that's where raises incentives, 
benefits all, that all comes from from being profitable. If the practice isn't profitable, none of that's going to happen. So I want to make sure that you all, because um, you can reach out to Dana if you have a question, if you need a little bit of advice on how to really make this come to life. I know we've covered a lot here in a very short amount of time, but I want to make sure that you've got Dana's email address, and that is? Dana, D-A-Y-N-A, at Navoni, N-O-V-O-N-E-E.com. And for those of you who have Dentrix in your practice, Navoni is a great tool for your practice to understand how to use Dentrix better, how to uh, you know use your software in the best ways possible, and that's N-O-V-O-N-E-E.com. Uh, make sure that you do that. So thanks for coming on today. Well, thank you for pulling me out of the backyard. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know. <laughs> now you've got to go back to your planting. I, I know do. how that goes. I so. Do. And thanks to all of you for being a part of this. You know, we love to hear comments from you. And certainly you can always drop me a line as well at kevin.henry, H-E-N-R-Y, at ignitedea.net. I always love to hear from you. And topics that you want to hear on future podcasts. You know, we have a wealth of uh, options as far as speakers go, as far as consultants go, to bring in and really tackle some of those things that are bothering you, holding you back in your career, whatever it might be. But... Don't forget to check out IgniteDA.net, completely free resource for you to grow in your career. If you've liked what you've heard today, hey, give us some love, uh, whether that's on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast. Make sure that you're giving us some good ratings and some love, uh, one of those likes or hearts or whatever it might be. We always like to see that. And we want to make sure that you come back for the next episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast where we're going to be tackling a topic that is going to help you grow in your career and help you become an even bigger and better resource for the business in which you work. So until the next time, take care. Together we rise.